0: I'm Maurice and you're listening to Category Is.
1: What's up Maurice, how are you? I'm good, how are you this week? I'm good, I had a really, really great weekend. So, oh, what'd you do? Uh, what did I do? So, like, no, I just a, it was a really busy weekend. <laughs> the um, most. You know me doing the most. Yeah. My, my boyfriend and I went up to the Hamptons early Saturday morning. And I stayed with one of his friends there in her beautiful home. Um, So we just did pool, beach, you know, barbecue, eating, everything was delicious. Um, You know, it was nice also getting to meet a lot of his friends. And then on Saturday, Sunday, um, we left the Hamptons and went to Fire Island. Ooh, no, man. (laughs) I know, right? Well, (laughs) luckily.
0: Did they disinfect it?
1: I, see, remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about on the podcast, like, that mm-hmm. guy that went and had COVID? Yeah. Allegedly, like, that had a lot of bad press for the islands or for the Pines. So he's banned for life from Fire Island. Uh, <laughs> and um, the week this past weekend was supposed to be the Pines party, but they canceled it. So when we got there, the island was, like, dead. It was, like, dead um okay. but it was kind of nice so we just you know hung up with another one of his friends at his house there and you know did the pool at the beach and then um
0: that's all you can do at the time
1: right there's not <laughs> much to do. Yeah. and then um monday morning we went into the city and um stayed in a hotel in manhattan and you know fall from his friends it was nice because he really you know wanted to see his people it was nice to meet all of them they're amazing and um it really kind of felt like summer for the first time because it's like, I traveled, I got off the area. It was a little nerve-wracking, you know, post, we're not even post-COVID. We're
0: not we're still, post yet' yeah.
1: <laughs> we're still We're still COVID. But it right. still like, like, oh my gosh, this is the most people I've seen. I'm masked up at the beach. Oh, that was really weird. But it was it was a great, great time. Okay. But now it's back to the weekend, back to the grind. Yeah. How was your weekend?
0: Uh, so it was good. It was like kind of um, chill. It was really my last free weekend because i started my new job on monday of this week so you know still going through like all the orientation stuff and like you know meeting everyone and just having a full calendar of introductions and 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 stuff like that so um Mm -hmm. yeah that's i was just spending the weekend like in chill mode just kind of mentally preparing for you know what was going to happen this week so right yeah so i did that it was um it was good. It was a good, chill, relaxing weekend. We have um, an issue right now because our wine fridge broke.
1: First rule first, <laughs> so, first, first problem.
0: Yeah. And so now I have to like get that fixed and you know, it's still under warranty. So that's good. But all of my wine is like room temperature now. So
1: hmm. yeah. First world problems again, you know, you can completely drop some ice in it, put it in the fridge. You'll be all right. (laughs) It's
0: devastation to the nation over here.
1: I know, I know. (laughs) Uh,
0: Best. So I had to make a cocktail for tonight. That's what I'm drinking. Um, So I'm making, I made a, um, basically like a blackberry lemonade. So it is fresh blackberries and lemon juice and a lot of vodka up in here. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, so this weekend I actually got reacquainted with the spirit that I don't drink and I really enjoyed it. And I didn't get sick and I didn't get drunk. So I'm enjoying a little bit more um, cause I'm getting into it. And it feels very tropical, very summery. So I'm just drinking a, a little one punch. So. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs>
0: what? Good luck. You're going to be on the floor.
1: It's very, it's very light. Okay. It's very light on rums. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little ghetto, but oh, we had this great rum punch this weekend, so that was nice. Okay. Girl. Yes. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> well, let's hop into the categories for the week. It's time for Category Category news. is... Yes. What's up first? So, my well, first is Real Hot Thoughts Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. There was some news that dropped, I guess last week, right? Late last week.
0: Yeah, about new
1: week. castmates. Um, there's two new castmates. Rumored. But they didn't Rumored castmates. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's put that disclaimer <laughs> or caveat on it. There's two yeah. rumored castmates. Um, but we'll get to them in a second. <laughs> uh, I always remember half Housewives of Atlanta to be about six to seven women tops. Like, all these housewives franchises usually cap themselves at eight housewives. Eight?
0: That's a lot.
1: And that's a lot. It's usually about yeah. a solid six to seven. Definitely six. And...
0: I think they expanded to seven one time. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. So you also have to take into account that there's like friends of the show. So like mm-hmm. last season, a friend of the show was what's her name, Tanya.
0: Tanya, yeah.
1: Yeah, I really like Tanya. So it's kind of Eva was once a friend of the show then she mm-hmm. graduated that to Housewives. That's yeah. kind of how it goes. You know, Marlo's been a friend since like season one. Forever. Sure you know, she's <laughs> never going to hold a peach. Um. So. We, have, we had all the women. We had a full cast last season. So the difference mm-hmm. is, is that someone's not returning or who's right. not returning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I believe that it's rumored that Nene Leaks is not returning. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Uh, because she was just miserable and terrible to watch. And she sucked the fun and the life off the show.
0: Mm-hmm. And I,
1: I vowed that I would not be returning to watch the next season if Nene Leaks was on. I believe that Candy obviously will return. Kenya will return. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portia. Portia will return, and uh, Eva Marcel said that she's not coming back. Right. So, um, Cynthia's back, Cynthia is right. back. Cynthia yeah. is back. Yeah. So it seems like there's about two slots open. So mm-hmm. I think that Eva's out, and Mimi is likely out. Uh, they might diminish her to a friend of role. But it's interesting because well, go ahead.
0: I read that um, that they. Pose it to her, like they would reduce her to a friend of, and she wasn't having that. And they said, Okay, well, you don't have to come back at all. <laughs> and so I heard that they might film like a departure scene, kind of okay. like they did with um was the white lady? Kim.
1: Oh, Kim Volsiak. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's just, I think, but also like, Mimi, you were the Queen Bee, you were the. Head teach holder for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. but you also you've done this for a decade. Like, do you want to do this for another decade? Really? Like, find something Sorry. else to do. You had a great run. Mm-hmm. Bow out before you embarrass yourself any further. I think it's a good look for Nene, but she's gonna miss some checks because I don't know what else she's she's doing in these days.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But you know, I think that I know Portia's actually quarantined because she was arrested at the Breonna Taylor. <laughs> 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 um, So she had to like quarantine for two weeks before she could uh, start um, recording, filming rather, with the girls, the rest of the girls. And
0: Yandy, you know Yandy from Love and um, Hip Hop?
1: Yandy Smith, yeah.
0: Yandy Smith with the Pretty Eyes. She got arrested along with Portia. Oh, did she? Yeah, but I think her man is still locked up. So maybe she was trying to get in so she could see him real quick.
1: (laughs) Mendeecees. Yeah. So, to me, I'm confused. So, there's two new housewives. Their names are Drew Sedora and Latoya Ali, who Mm -hmm. are reportedly rumored to be um, new housewives. To me, that's not friend of, that's a peach holder, that's, and they get their saying, you know, like, (laughs) a full housewife. Yeah. So, um, Ali is a well-known YouTuber, I believe, and she has over 1.8 million subscribers. Subscribers to her YouTube page, or 1.4 million subscribers. She's 33. She does have, um, she's divorcing her husband of six years, uh, and they're currently estranged with three children. Um, mm. Again, I don't know how you're coming on Housewives and you're going through a divorce. Wow. But lots of, all these women have been through divorce and single at one yeah. point or the other. But I feel like most of the, the Housewives come on, especially in Atlanta, like, we even throughout the whole franchise with a husband. What happens later, but like when they're introduced to us, they usually do have that family unit. They don't come on as single. Well, except for Kenya. Kenya anyway, came on as single. Yeah. Yeah. But um so that's interesting. And Candy
0: was single when she started.
1: Well she you know, she was dating. Yeah, because she guy. was dating
0: the guy who died.
1: Right. But she did, yeah. okay, but she, she came on unmarried, but at least she had like a family love interest, and that was a storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I also believe that this um Latoya Ali is friends with Candy Baris.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: I don't don't know. To me, I think that she seems more um, fit for a friend of the show, because I think that Tanya should definitely graduate to having a peach. As as a cast member who was a friend of the show for the past two seasons, or has it been one?
0: Honestly, I don't know, because I didn't watch that season that Kenya was not on.
1: Got you. Okay.
0: At least Um, one season she was a friend.
1: Yeah. And then the other uh, is an actress. Her name is Drew Sedora. She's also rumored to be on the you, show. What?
0: You know who she played? Who? She was on that um, the TLC Lifetime movie, and she played one of them.
1: Oh, yeah. I think she yeah. might have played t Oh, okay. Didn't Kiki Palmer play Tilly C- or something? I don't know. I forget. And <laughs> was it, was it Kiki Palmer Little Mama? Maybe? I don't know.
0: I, I don't
1: know. But she's an actress. She mm-hmm. has three children, and a husband. She's 35. Um, I don't know whether or not um, she is friends with any of the women on the show. She's never appeared before, but good luck to them. I feel like that kind of snubbed Tanya, honestly. But Tanya, I think, is also too nice.
0: Well, Tanya really doesn't have a storyline. Like, aside from that beef... she
1: does. That man ain't trying to marry her. Well,
0: But, I mean, aside from that beef, with kenya with the cookie lady and i Mm -hmm. feel like they were trying to give her a storyline like something and it was like girl this ain't this ain't working and they were too deep into filming because what they do is they bring three um two three girls every season Mm -hmm. and they kind of film together but they will crop them out of photos or they will selectively edit like the scenes that they're in so that's how they kind of test a lot of these women so drew and the other the ollie lady they're probably getting like more film more camera time right now but it could they could be cut out
1: mm-hmm. at the end of Hopefully. the day it depends
0: how they read
1: um marlo's been the faithful friend she ain't never going grud- <laughs> marlo actually developed a pretty good storyline um, yeah this past seasons so i thought that she would have gotten a peach i thought that andy would have been over her um
0: mm-hmm.
1: her transgressions uh, yeah ago. but you know a gay can hold a grudge honey mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Exactly, but I mean I don't know. Marlo was on some commercial that Bravo has, um, mm-hmm. and it was about like the whole Black Lives Matter, and she's like, "I'm Marlo Hampton with that deep bass,
1: yeah, <laughs> she, she, voice." She initiated that. That was like yeah. sponsored by Marlo Hampton. So yeah, like,
0: hmm. I feel like you know this could have been her year, but Nene fucked that up for her. But oh well, oh well. Well,
1: best of luck to the Housewives. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so
0: you mentioned snubs. That takes us to our next category. So the Emmy nominations were announced today. Um, so the Television Academy was, um, okay. it was hosted by Leslie Jones, who I love from um, okay. Saturday Night Live, a tall chocolate woman, and um, Laverne Cogs and some other people. But, the biggest, we're not going to do like too much about them because, you know, it's just the announcement of who's nominated for the, um, the Emmys. But big news was that Netflix, the streaming service, had the most nominations of any network. 100, 160 nominations. They beat HBO. They beat, you know, network TV, cable, everybody. Wow. So Crazy.
1: But I mean, things have changed. Like it's not, you know, HBO, Showtime, and those networks anymore. It's not yeah the major three or a four ABC, CBS, NBC, all them. Netflix is the main provider of content out here. They have so much content in so many different categories. They create really great films, so I think that's great for Netflix. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I'm sure like Hulu and Amazon might have gotten some, but and Disney Plus, they film. got
0: yeah they got a bunch. That's great. Yeah.
1: So, you know, cut the cord. Like, why do we have cable? We're paying all that money. Ain't nothing on TV. Ain't Basically. nothing on TV.
0: Basically. Um. So, Watchmen, which is the show, it was on HBO?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: HBO. Okay. Um. They got, they were the show with the most nominations. They got 26 nominations, including one of our favorite people, Regina King, got nominated for that show. Yes. Uh, so we're happy for her because i love regina King. she's like amazing
1: me too she has an emmy already she has an emmy and oscar she has an emmy
0: and oscar i think she has like two emmys maybe right right okay. um and the oscar for if bill street could talk um two big surprises was that insecure was nominated for three emmys um best comedy
1: that's a huge surprise because surprising. so surprising
0: yeah um, and then especially like comparing Insecure and, you know, you probably should, you know, kind of pit the two shows against each other because they're so different and, you know, um, they're doing great things for the culture. But now that I've seen I May Destroy You by Michaela Cole, Insecure is just not the same anymore.
1: I mean, I respect what, it, I respect what Insecure is and what uh-huh. it does
0: right
1: right how however swear my dogs are just trying to make an appearance every week every week please forgive me it's okay um um what was you saying i'm sorry i just (laughs) lost track
0: you were talking about insecure
1: okay yeah insecure um i think that when it started it was great but i feel like Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not well written it's not very smart it's not very clever I don't
0: Well, I disagree. I think, I think that great, it, it,
1: but you can't, mm-hmm.
0: I think that is still great. It's just not reaching the full potential of what it could be. And I feel like with I May Destroy You, they're in the exact same amount of time. It's less than 30 minutes show. But I feel like that show gets so much deeper than Insecure does in the same amount of time. And right. it but gives you fully developed characters, fully developed stories. You know, I think it,
1: it's good. Sorry go. I, no, no, you're fine. One thing I can say is that, right, it's hard to compare because this is the fourth season of Insecure. I think mm-hmm. that um, I May Destroy You is the first season. And I think <laughs> that, you know, Insecure had a lot of success. Critically, commercially, it was very successful. Right. And now that it has a huge audience, I think that sometimes the audience can sway the creativity in right. the show right. in a less creative way, a less thoughtful way, and it can just be more blah because it is mm-hmm. trying to cater to and keep its audience. This is the first season of I May Destroy You and I think that Michaela Cole didn't write like this for nobody but herself. And there in lies that true creativity, that that, that voice that she's not worried about the gaze of the audience. She's just worried mm-hmm. about producing her product. And I think that, that can connect with people and it and it has a certain energy. It might not be everyone's thing because it, it's it's a lot, but it's also yeah. a different kind of humor as well. Like it's British humor, which is totally different. Than American humor, yeah. um, it's shot differently. Um, I I know you got your little British bootleg. I'm still behind. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm on episode seven. Um, That's it. Well, I'm no, about to watch eleven tonight. Maybe I'm, I'm on episode eight. But oh. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm on the one episode after they did that whole episode on Everybody Girl. That totally just mm-hmm.
0: Didn't mm-hmm. Me. I didn't
1: get it. Um, I was, last episode I saw was Terry's birthday.
0: So. Okay, okay.
1: But I mean, it's a good show. But good, good. Um, I mean, for Insecure.
0: Yeah. So they got um, best comedy series. Issa Rae got nominated for best actress, and Molly, Yvonne Orji got nominated for best supporting actress in a comedy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. As a Molly fan, I think that's great. Good job, Molly. Best supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, I question whether or not Issa's even acting. It's like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> is she playing herself? Herself. I think she's, she's playing herself.
0: Because if you watch any other thing that Issa Rae in, she got the same voice, the same, the same mannerisms. Actresses. Yeah. That,
1: that awkward Black girl. Mm-hmm. And I just don't even when I see her in interviews, I don't see any difference between Issa D, the character, and Issa Ray, the person.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: so I question how much acting she's doing. I yeah. think that um home girl who plays from Philly uh Kelly Kimberly. <laughs> Kelly Kelly, <laughs> she deserves she deserves all the things.
0: Natasha um, Roth well
1: Yes, her. Uh, Love her. I just I just think Issa, sorry, I saw that, that movie The Lovebirds or whatever. I um, it was on Netflix. It was supposed to be a major motion picture release. Um, mm-hmm. I wasted my time on Netflix. I'd been pissed if I watched to the movies to see it.
0: Yeah, um,
1: I didn't even <laughs> watch
0: the photograph because I was like, "Girl, mm-mm.
1: a serious, a serious role? Mm-mm. No thanks." But good for Issa. I mean, she's done a lot as a producer, as a writer for people of color in the industry. I just don't think mm-hmm. acting is her forte. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Hey, maybe that's the top (laughs) thing I should say. I said what I
0: said. So who got snubbed? So, you know, they always come out with the the biggest snub article, like 30 minutes after the thing. So some of the big ones, Westworld, which is a huge show on HBO. I haven't watched this since season one. Mm Because season one was like the Western one. Then they did like the the geisha Japanese one. I don't even know what the third season about, but... I ain't watching. Apparently, nobody else did because <laughs> they got right. nothing. Um, Big Little Lies, which is another HBO show, they didn't um, get much. And so Reese Witherspoon is in that. Nicole Kidman is in that. They didn't get nominated.
1: Meryl didn't get anything.
0: Meryl Streep got nominated. Um, okay. And Laura off. Dern, yeah, and Laura That's- Dern.
1: Renata, my favorite yes. character on Big Little Life. I am Renata. She is me. I am her.
0: Renata is
1: everything. Like, I love her. I will not not be rich. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I will not not be rich. Exactly. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> so she got nominated. Um, Homeland, which it was the final season of Homeland. And Homeland is, you know, that show about, um, like, the special agents and, like, the spies. It yeah, has, right. um, yeah, it has um, Claire Danes, who's a phenomenal actress, playing um, Carrie, who has like schizophrenia and she's like this secret agent and she's just going like, being a mess. Um, national security, like all of that. So it started off really good. And then somewhere it kind of took a dive. And then towards like the end, they took like two years off to like get it back, get the writing back, and then, you know, now have like their final season. And usually when it's the final season of a show, they kind of get more um, accolades because they kind of figure right. like, you know, this is like their last hurrah, basically. So- you go
1: out with the bag, but they got yeah, nothing. Yeah, wow. but they got
0: nothing. And it was just shocking because it was actually like a really, really good season. Like really hmm. good, yeah. Damn. And you then last-
1: It's like yeah. Movies people out of
0: it <laughs> basically and then also big snub was pose didn't get anything aside from billy porter getting nominated
1: which i don't see it from miss billy either on that well, show he won last year i'm supposed so to two seasons right yeah this is the second there hasn't been a third season yet i mean the second no. season i think that the second season was actually written pretty well like i think the arc and character development was great i Mm -hmm. I think that we got deeper into the characters um but i think it just wasn't as groundbreaking as the first season okay um i
0: don't
1: don't see it for billy porter i mean i actually take a lot of i mean i like him on the show but the show loses continuity because like each episode if you will, will like focus on a different character and their story and um it's like more in depth on that character. And when it got mm-hmm. to his episode, it was just a musical. He was dancing and singing, and it was just like, this is not, it lost continuity because no one else had mm-hmm. that throughout their episode. Mm-hmm. But I mean, good for you as Billy Porter, you know, I do regret choosing you as um, <laughs> my, my best flag. I, um,
0: You're never gonna live that down. That was that was a poor choice. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Hey. I mean, the first step is a- acknowledging it, so. Mm-mm. <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> wow. but, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna do the Emmys this year because the situation that we're in.
1: <laughs> they should do them just like the BET Awards. Yeah. You know. So, um, again, we might be on. We have the Emmys next year because no, one, they're not making anything. They're not like no new shows are being produced. It's like yeah, gonna be gonna like gonna a wall that. where we're not gonna have any yeah. content, and we're gonna be sitting here. With, our, with, our, with nothing to do. You might have to just yeah. reading books again, people. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, one more category to discuss, and it's very, very Corona-related, but major big box retailer uh, Walmart said they are no longer enforcing mask policies because these Karens keep snapping on their employees and they ain't trying to catch a case. Um, wow. Well. The police also said, you know, stop calling us to... You know, to enforce mask wearing. And I think also a lot of the people, these Karens who shop at Walmart are um, of that persuasion, uh, Trump supporters, and are looking for 15 minutes, looking for a TikTok or an Instagram or a Facebook moment. And Walmart's tired of the shit. But to me, that's the problem with this country. That's why we are number one in the world with COVID cases, COVID deaths, because. It's just as simple as wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. Yes, you can breathe. There is no, you know, pre-existing condition that I'm aware of that should prevent you from wearing a mask. And this dress really shouldn't be outside anyway. Right. Just put the fucking mask on. Stop making it an issue. People out here dying because well,
0: y'all
1: yeah. are acting crazy. But my thing is so now, instead of enforcing it, we're just going to bend, we bend to the will of agitators and of the minority and, it's just too much it's too much and my whole thing is is like walmart has security in their, many of their urban stores y'all not going to put security in these suburban stores these cans are trying because they're not trying it at the uh, walmart down on columbus boulevard in philly you know what i'm saying like so y'all will have security to police or enforce walmarts in urban areas to prevent you know to have loss prevention or to prevent just who have cloud control, but you won't do that mm-hmm. in the urban areas for a public health crisis. I think it's kind of bullshit.
0: Yeah. And they got those people that put the highlighter on your receipt when you walk out. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all need to have somebody when you walk in highlight that mask real quick. Right. Because, but I don't shop at Walmart anyway. So,
1: it's kind of I mean, weird. I'm much more of a target person myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. People are just what ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and so they really are also politicizing the issue of wearing a mask, and they say that, you know, oh, nobody's going to tell me not to wear a mask, and, you know, it's my right not to, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, this is for public health and public safety. Like, you've never worn a condom. Right. You've never put on your seatbelt. right. You've never, you know, cooked your meat to the right temperature. Like, right. these are like very they're simple polic- things.
1: They're, they're politicizing because that person in the, in the White wow. House made it very yeah. political. And, you know, they're trying, it's just crazy. But I did read an article that said the Philadelphia of all major cities in the U.S. is the most mass compliant. Yeah. So good job, Philly. That was but, surprising. Um, they but still need to pick up
0: this trash, though.
1: Come <laughs> get it. But when I was in New York and Manhattan, like that was the uh-huh. epicenter, to be honest, like that was the first time going, to, my first time going to New York since this year. And I was just kind of nervous because to me it was like no one of the epicenter now that it's Florida or Texas or whatever. Yeah. But I was shocked to like go through Brooklyn and go through Manhattan and see all the people walking around with no mask without a care in the world or people like in the hotel lobby with no mask on. Like the fuck is wrong with y'all? Even when we took the ferry to Fire Island, uh-huh. uh, um, the captain stopped the boat, and he told one of the guys, he's like, if you don't put your mask on right now, I'm not going to tell you again. He's like, there will be a police officer waiting for you at the dock. Wow. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just don't think it's, I don't know. Well, I just... Did Where you see that at? Delta?
0: Did you see that Delta Airlines flight? They turned the plane around because these people wouldn't put their mask on? No, I didn't. Yes, they were flying from Detroit to Atlanta, I believe, or somewhere.
1: Right. These people
0: would put their mask on. They turn right back around and flew back to Detroit because they're like, "Uh-uh, right. not today."
1: I don't know all these people talking about. It's it's my constitutional right, um, girl. The Constitution don't, don't, don't say, say nothing at about all.
0: <laughs> like, about Corona.
1: You know, get, get your shit together, and maybe we can be like yeah. the rest of the world and. Mm-hmm have some kind of return to a new normal at least, but this country's just well. Asked,
0: but. Did, I thought Walmart kind of walked that back because they also had that incident with the people who were, they were wearing a mask, but it had the Nazi swastika on it. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was in, I want to say Missouri or somewhere in the Midwest. And hmm. these people um, had on one the guy had on his orange person twenty twenty shirt and then he had they he had on the swastika mask I and mean, then the I guess the wife or the woman that was with him had on the same mask and they were saying that so someone confronted them, a Jewish person and said, This is America, like you can't wear that, like what the fuck are you doing? Basically. Mm-hmm. And they were like, We're not Nazis, we're not neo Nazis. And they're like, What the fuck? You wearing a swastika? Right, bandana around your face, and they're like, "Well, we're just letting you know that we're gonna live in Nazi America if Biden becomes the president." And
1: girl, Biden, what the hell? That's some convoluted, backward-ass, crazy-ass thinking. But my whole thing is this: I will say this. They do have a right to wear that mask. That is, it's expression, it's freedom of speech, it's political speech, and it is protected. They also have the right to get their ass be your <laughs> by whomever that offends from the Jewish community or any other community. You, yeah. to, you know, you can say what you want to say, but don't think that's don't come with repercussions or consequences, because it do. Now, Walmart is not, when people talk about free speech, I don't understand why people don't get this. Like, if Walmart was like, we're not going to serve you, or you can't shop in our store,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, people are like, oh, I have freedom of speech from the government. The government can't punish you for your speech. That That's what that means. Mm-hmm. A store, Walmart is a privately held company. They can totally say, yeah. you can't shop here with that on. Get out. That's like allowed. That is allowed. Yeah. So yeah. bye, girl. Basically. <laughs> mm. uh, All right. Well, that was cute. Little categories. Let's hop into a fun little segment that we have for you in realness that's scheduled. Um, Maurice, you want to introduce it?
0: Yeah, so we have a new little thing and <laughs> it's something silly, you know, just we have been hearing a bunch of rumors in, and ridiculous stories in the news recently. And so we're going to play a little game. I'm going to read a headline. I'm going to, oh, sorry, I'm going to read a headline and then Justin is going to tell me if it's fact or fiction, if it's a real headline or just a rumor. Okay. 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 So I'm first ready? one, are <laughs> no, you ready? So first one is Jay-Z and Beyonce invited Amy Winehouse to live with them.
1: Uh, real. Okay. I think that's real. Um, which is crazy because anyone who knows you knows I love and adore Amy Winehouse. When I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I saw, okay, oh, but you know what? I shouldn't really know if that's real because I didn't see it from any reputable source. I think I might have thought like on you know, some blog on Instagram or whatever. But it was crazy because I was watching something where Amy Winehouse was at an award show and the interview uh-huh. where on the red carpet was like, I got, was talking to her and Amy Winehouse. Said, I got to go. I can't miss Beyonce. But um, I think that that is real. I don't think that that's something that Beyonce and Jay-Z would have publicized at the time, given how sick and, um, you know, Amy was with her um, drug abuse and usage, you yeah.
0: It's alcohol. It's real. So, Yay. Amy Winehouse she passed away on July twenty third, two thousand eleven. So, um, mm. you know, kind of they were having some you know memorial stuff around last week because you know it was like July twenty third, and so this old interview with Jay Z resurfaced, and he said that um, when he met Amy Winehouse and Beyonce was like right there that they were just talking, and they are like, oh my god, we love your stuff. Um, and they invited her to, like, come stay at their house. Not, like, live with them, but, like, mm. stay at their house. Jay-Z was also on the remix of um, Back to Black, or some song. I can't remember which
1: okay. one. Okay. Huh.
0: Okay. Yeah. But it was, like, around that time. So, I, maybe they were just, like, working on the song, and he invited her to kind of, like, come chill. chill with
1: them. Right. Yeah. But the subtext of this news, if you will, was that like Beyonce and Jay Z were trying to save her from herself. Yeah. Um, but but like, why now? And mm-hmm. it, none of that was discussed inside the Amy documentary, the Oscar award winning Amy documentary. It's called That's
0: it. true.
1: But okay. What's the <laughs> next one? Give me the next one.
0: Next one. Drake and Rihanna are getting back together.
1: That is a rumor. Rihanna is done. Rihanna ain't got no time for that. She she the she's about to launch She's single? 10. She launched the empty scheme. She left that uh, Billionaire um, guy from the Middle mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. Mama ain't worried about Drake. She's moved on to bigger and better. But Drake is a good guy.
0: Like, I could see he them is together. a good guy.
1: I could see them together, too. But, nah. That's, okay. that's
0: not. That's well, a rumor. That's a rumor. Correct. That is a rumor. So, Drake was if you go to his instagram which i do probably more than i should but drake was posted on instagram that he was in barbados Mm -hmm. and he got him a little tan he was looking all like almondy and like sexy but um yeah but he was in barbados home of rihanna and so people were saying that you know they were there together or he went to go visit like her family and like all this stuff but he was just there with his homeboys chilling. on the yacht hanging
1: out well cute all right so i was correct i'm two for two you're two for two okay this this next
0: one might be a little bit um hard okay so kim kardashian and kanye west are getting divorced that is a rumor
1: I think that's a rumor. Now, is sure. there grounds for a divorce? Absolutely. Based upon, okay, so you you sent me something last week saying that he said, like, there was his Twitter was allegedly hacked, where so he was, like, going mm-hmm. off about you know, Kim and Chris trying to get doctors and all that. Um, you know, I do think that they need to put Kanye on a conservatorship until he can get himself well. I do think that um, you know, Kim released a statement saying that uh you know it's hard living with someone who's bipolar mm-hmm. too, and gets depressive and no one can as much as we might want to help him he has to be able and ready to want to help himself mm-hmm. and i do believe yes. that it is a, a drain and a strain on the family yeah
0: she yes she for compassion
1: right in, in privacy and privacy mm-hmm. and compassion um she knows what her husband's doing ridiculous i think that it, it's embarrassing it, uh, because it crossed a line into their private Deeply, deeply personal information Mm -hmm. when he talked about their eldest child. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that's deeply hurtful. I think that that is grounds for divorce, but potentially, because my thing is, and this is how I look at it. If this is what we see, a mad, like that's just the tip of the iceberg. What is happening that we don't see? Right? Because I do think that, like, the Kardashians are hella wealthy, have mad money, they have lots of handlers, they have lots of security, they have lots of people on staff to prevent things from getting out. They got all types of PR, they can they, mm-hmm. they spin everything, but they yeah, have real like that. problems. But I think that like, we don't know everything. That, now that will be a good memoir in a smooth 20, 30 years. But my thing is, I'm sure Kim's dealing with a whole bunch, but to me that was just so hurtful. But I mm-hmm. think at the same time that um she knows he's not well and she's trying to be a good partner and spouse and help him through this, difficult time, the best that she can so i mm-hmm. don't think that she's going to divorce him during this very vulnerable time but right. um, if he don't get back together then i could see that in the future
0: okay so, so, I, so rumor so right now it's a rumor they are have not made any mention of getting a divorce so he's in wyoming like camped out and he had like Dave Chappelle came to go came to see him mm-hmm. Justin Justin Bieber came to see him and he was almost purposely like avoiding Kim and the Kardashian family like he didn't I guess he didn't want them to come see him or whatever I don't know but he was like, like you know kind of avoiding them so Kim got on her private jet and flew to Wyoming and mm-hmm. Now they are together in Wyoming, and they, these pictures came out that they had went to Wendy's to get some food, and then they were in the car, and Kim is just bawling, crying, like bawling.
1: First and, of all, what they going eating at Wendy's, girl? I mean, that
0: Baconator do be hitting,
1: girl. And, <laughs> the toilet, but okay.
0: <laughs> but she's like bawling, crying, and Kanye's like punching his fist, like you can tell he's like really hyped up and she's just like you know trying to talk about something Mm -hmm. and then you can tell they don't know that the camera is filming them because Kim looked a mess like a mess Mm -hmm. and then she's like doing her ugly cry that you know they made all the memes out of and then they notice the camera and she goes like this like oh my god like this terrified look and then Kanye looks over and he's like fuck and then they just drive off. So either they were talking about something serious or they forgot to put the the barbecue sauce, put them nuggets in that bag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so skeptical of them because they do have so much control. Why would they need to go out to Wendy's? They could just have Wendy's Uber Eats them. Do they even really eat Wendy's like that? Like, girl. I don't know, To me, I think that there's so much skepticism with them that I wouldn't be surprised if it were staged because I'm sure that they have staged crazier things in the past. But it's just like, I don't
0: think you say that.
1: But I think that I think that you know Kim and Kanye are, are both better actors than Issa. Um <laughs> but I, I I do think that they could have been acting. But again, no, I don't, I don't
0: think so. I don't think but, so. I think it was a, I think it was I think that was a genuine moment. I think, I think that um they are trying to like avoid the cameras right now.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wish them well. Yeah. Good luck, girl. Good luck. All right. Is that all yet?
0: Last one. This is okay. kind of more fun. This is a bit more fun. I'll see if you get it. So Airbnb <laughs> is in trouble because there was a party with 700 people that got shut down in New Jersey. That's a rumor. That is fact.
1: It's fact. Where? <laughs> where in New Jersey? Yes. Uh, why didn't I hear about this?
0: Where at? <laughs> Hold on, let me let me pull the article. But um,
1: seven hundred people.
0: Seven hundred people showed up to the That's a good question.
1: And I thought Airbnb was like down right now.
0: No, it's still it's still popping. Oh, huh. It was in Whispering Hill, New Jersey.
1: Okay, okay, but where the hell did everyone park again? Unless they would like go park down at the Walmart and we'll shuttle your ass over here with no mask.
0: Yeah. It's in Ocean County. I don't know where that is.
1: Okay, that's like by the water. It's like Central Jersey. Um, okay. Hmm, okay, interesting. Yeah.
0: So, Airbnb. Um,
1: when was this? So,
0: this was this week. Uh, this was sometime in the past few days. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it was over this weekend in Jackson Township. So,
1: that's not far from Six Flags.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, So this guy um, who owns the house and he also operates it as an Airbnb somehow I don't know how he agreed to have this party because that would violate all of the policies but um, someone called the cops because there were a hundred vehicles parked in the area and then they tracked it to this house and people were like having a party until 1 a.m.
1: Yeah. Wow, in a residential areas. hmm Wow. Just reckless. That's a mess. That's, that's beyond reckless. Yeah. Shit, I thought my little uh, trip to Fire Island was a little reckless, <laughs> but this is a whole <laughs> new level. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now y'all wow. doing Jersey. Mm-mm. Well, I hope everyone has fun. I hope y'all, you know, don't get really, really sick. but They will. No. They will. They they will. will. Yeah. In two weeks, we'll find out. All right. Well, that was fun. So I was three for four, three out of four, correct? Oh, three okay. out of four. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Well, let's hop on to the next segment of the show. It's time for I Said What I Said. Um, who should go first? You can go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So um, everyone knows about two weekends ago, there was this whole incident about um, hashtag who shot Meg. We now I have basically confirmed that Meg was shot four times, shot at least once in each foot, in, in both of her foot, needs.
0: yeah.
1: Um, by a man whom she was dealing with, a domestic or romantic partner, Tori Lane. I don't know who this Tory Lane's person, is, but allegedly he's very short. Um I thought like I get a lot of my content or a lot of my laughs these days from memes. Mm-hmm. Um so i gathered from the news that he's short i don't know if he's a singer a rapper i don't know what he do mm-hmm. but um that is what i gathered so um the thing that i've noticed over the past two weeks and actually like i think i saw something on megan the Stadia's instagram where she was basically crying she's talking about being mm-hmm. 25 having all the success she's only 25 yeah having you know she she doesn't have she lost her mother Her father's not she didn't have her father she has no parent but she's like you know she has all these blessings all this success and she just wants to share with people but she needs to really be aware of who she has let into her circle who she's let impact her and that's one of the truest things ever the people that you bring into your circle your life can make or break and I think that she's kind of having this like little existential crisis with like assessing that imbalance in yeah. her thing and she's wanted mm-hmm. to be generous and she wanted to Open up, but she, I think, realized after getting physically shot that she now more than ever needs to really reassess and slow down. Um, but it was she was kind of tearful in making this, um, you know, statement or talking to her fans with a bomb purple wig on, with beautiful curls. <laughs> but Did she um, touched by Tokyo? I think probably it looks like Tokyo's work, yeah. but the thing that I've noticed more so is just a problem. I mean, again, this is all through my observance on social media, specifically mainly on Instagram, because that's where I get all my new content. And it seems like who to Make has become like a joke, and it's funny. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and no one is sitting is seriously addressing the fact that this was a serious domestic violence issue where a woman was shot in both her legs. She could have been killed. It was this is very serious. She was physically assaulted with a weapon because she got out of a vehicle that her, that guy she was dealing with didn't want her to leave. So he shot her. And there's been jokes. Dre has made jokes. She got dropped from um, as a spokesperson.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and people are making light of it. And I can't help but feel like as a black community, it's really disgusting because we know who shot her and how come he, he's not being dragged, like y'all drag everyone else in the media or on social media, y'all just make it a laughing thing. How come we're not really holding him accountable when a black man has committed a horrible, horrendous act of violence against a black woman? It's not something to be made fun of. It's not something that is a joke. And it kind of really perpetuates in the community, in black Twitter, in black Instagram, that we don't really care about things when it happens to black women. Y'all just don't give a fuck about black women, period point blank at the end. And it's also indicative and relates to Breonna Taylor. Cause y'all don't right. care about her neither, point blank, <laughs> like y'all just don't. So let's just like stop. It's To me, it's quite glaringly evident based upon the jokes because if a, if a rapper had got, if a male rapper had gotten shot, this wouldn't be a lot, you know, it would be a totally different sin. But Megan Thee Stallion got shot in both her feet and people just think, ah, ha, 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 let's laugh. And that to me is really, really um, unfortunate. I live for a meme, but there's times that be serious and there's times that he's funny. And I think that people don't realize that like, giving a joke, you're also revealing a lot about yourself and how you'll approach the world. And that's just not funny. I said what I said. Has he been arrested? No, not to my knowledge. And maybe Meg isn't pressing charges. Has she not pressed charges. You know, but it, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Rihanna Chris Brown situation. Like a lot of uh, people made light of that too.
0: But I, That's think true.
1: That, but I think also we live in such a world where people want to see the damage. Megan out here showing us her feet and whatnot. She only she got on eight camera. toes. <laughs> she, you know, she came on the camera looking good. You know, Rihanna, they did. Put her whole, whole image of her. Yeah. lugged and bloodied. And yeah. that made people mad. So I feel like, you know, we don't, she doesn't have to share that with us. We're not owed that. Well, we know what happened. And we don't have to see the gruesome violence or the, the, the act of the violence to feel a way about it or to condemn someone's behavior?
0: I don't know. I disagree. I think that with the Rihanna situation, we needed to see that picture because it just added more gravity to the situation. Because like you said, people were just making fun of it and like, oh, you know, but he really like violently attacked her. And I think with the whole Megan The Stallion thing, the first time we see her after this, her hair lay, her makeup is beat, you know, she looking good, and them titties is sitting, and it's like, girl, nothing, like, what happened? Like, why are you so mad? Like, you still looked good. And I think, it had she been in a velour tracksuit, laid up on the sofa.
1: Why I gotta be velour?
0: <laughs> you know, them juicy tracksuits.
1: Right. <laughs> with, um, <laughs> you know. Had her foot showing us how bandaged. Like, had her foot like
0: laid up and like bandaged up, or like like everybody do post their pictures from the hospital when they're laid up in the hospital bed with that gown on. I think that would have made it seem more real. But now, our first image of her is I'm looking good. I'm still out here snatched. It's like, girl, it's so why are you so mad that nobody's taking this seriously?
1: But we're not owed that. And I think that that is indicative of a problem in our country, in our psychology. It's like, because we are a very violent country, I I disagree. To me, yeah, you know, Rihanna was hit and beat badly. Megan was shot. But, you know, there's also other kinds of abuses that don't have actual physical scars. There's emotional abuse, verbal abuse, financial abuse. We don't have the evidence of that. And people walk around with that all day. We're not entitled to know or to see that, Right. So I just think that Megan doesn't need to show us her feet for us to believe that it happened. We know that it's not. No, happened. I'm not saying, I'm so not saying, accordingly.
0: To, I'm not saying as proof that it happened, but mm-hmm. don't come <laughs> and act like everything, don't present this image like everything is so fine and so perfect. Why y'all so making fun of me? And it's like, girl, let us see how you feel. Like,
1: that's all I'm saying. We can't see how she feels. y'all just want to see y'all, I totally disagree. We're not old, we don't need to see her physical scars to know that it happened.
0: No, I'm not saying post a picture of them Mm -hmm. eight toes that that you're left with. I'm saying present the image, or not even the image, present the reality, because show us that you're hurt. Show us how much this, you know, has damaged and affect you. Not, don't show us, you know, your unbandaged feet, but don't present the image where I got on this purple wig and some jewels and a nice little outfit and everything is cool now. I don't know. I think, I think that it's complex. So women way. have
1: pressure to pr- always present and look beautiful and look nice. And I know Black women always have pressure to be strong and act like nothing happens. But I think that she did show us. She cried. She was upset. She, she did show everyone one. Mm-hmm. A, a lot. I don't know. But to me, I'm just upset with people's response. To it. Yeah. You know, it's, think that it, it's unfortunate. And I it said what is. I said. It
0: is. But sure, I said what I said. So, my I said what I said for this week kind of goes back to uh, something that's been kind of bubbling under the surface for like a little while. So, um, I know people love Ellen DeGeneres, but I never saw it for Ellen because mm-hmm, to me, mm-hmm. she just always presented as a bit. And a bit fake, or something, just was not as good as it seemed. And so, because you know, she kind of took off once Oprah went off the off the air. Then Mm -hmm. she was trying to become the next Oprah, and she was always giving people a little piece of money with that big ass check, and you know, inviting people to like come sing on her show, and then she'd give them a bunch of money. And, um. I don't know, it just didn't sit right with really. me. And then, you know, she was like the, you know, one of the gay, the power gays, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I just remember this um, episode where she had Mariah Carey on. Mariah was pregnant and she was pregnant with twins, but at that point she didn't announce that she was having twins. She just kept saying, being very vague and saying, oh, my pregnancy and, you know, pregnant and then this and this and this. And right. so everyone thought she was just having one kid. And so she was on the Ellen show and Ellen was like, well, what's the sex of the baby? And Mariah was like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not gonna tell you, tell you what I'm having. And then mm-hmm. Ellen was like, no, you need to tell us and you need to tell us the gender. You need to tell us this. And I know if it's a girl, you're gonna be putting it in pink and doing all this and doing all that. And, and Mariah was like, no, Ellen, you know, you can't force gender identity on a kid. And Mariah's telling Ellen this. Ellen is a gay woman. Right. You know, a lesbian. Uh, uh, so
1: You know, um, a leftist son. She's more masculine presenting as well. If, if well, that's true. It, right. So, like, and, she should understand these things.
0: Yeah. And so she's telling, she's telling Ellen, I, you know, I would never impose gender identity on my child. You know, whatever they want to be and whoever they want to be. I'm, I'll fully support my child and blah, blah, blah. And Ellen kept, like, drilling and drilling and drilling her. And it resurfaced like a few months ago and I posted on Twitter, I posted the clip and I said, Ellen is problematic. And that tweet has been our highest, like, like tweet, most retweeted tweet that we've ever posted right. on our Twitter. And so fast forward to, um, you know, recently and Ellen's show was, um, you know, stopped production because of the, the situation. And now all these like staffers and people on the show and in production have been saying that working on the Ellen show is a horrible work environment. They're like posting all kinds of stories on like everything about how Ellen is a problem, like problematic as an employer and as just racism, wow. intimidation, just you know, microaggression harassment like all kinds of things going on involving ellen and her show and so i know people love ellen but she needs to be canceled we need to be canceling her because remember she had um kevin hart on Mm -hmm. and you know she was you know being the gay white savior and she was gonna absolve him of all of the um homophobic things he was saying and it's like girl who, who do you think you are yeah, we who, who, who
1: assigns you? Yeah. I just don't think she's funny. I think she's corny. I think she's kind of mainstream. She, too, has um, experienced the passing of her time at Pinnacle. She needs to move on like Amy Bye,
0: And I said what I said.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm done with her. I'm done with her. Yes. Awesome. Well, now it's time for our favorite segment of the show. It's time for Tens, Tens, Tens Across the Board.
0: All right, what you got this week?
1: All right, my tens goes to the school board in Virginia, um, in Springfield, Virginia, renamed Robert E. Lee High School after um recently deceased um U.S. Um, civil rights activist leader and U.S. Congress member John R. Lewis, who passed mm-hmm. away um over the weekend, or last week rather, last week, last, um, week. last week. Um, so I think that's great. You know, there's lots of, you know um memorials or monuments rather have been coming down lots of statues mm-hmm. things are being renamed to that guy that you gave ten to a couple years uh, ago
0: miss <laughs> gary
1: mr gary um but i think it's great that robert E. high school will now be named after the late u.s representative john r yeah. so yeah. tend to the fairfax county school board for making that great decision and for trying to in a symbolic way that actually has real impact shifting the mm-hmm. uh, conversation, the pendulum forward in a progressive, thoughtful way. So I think that that was on the gate. Before I also go, I do want to make mention that my girl uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars 5, the Shea was crowned the winner um, on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. I think that, um, dump the story, I think that this is the best three I've ever seen in the top three for RuPaul's Drag Race. It was Miss Cracker, Jujubee, and Shea Coulee. I did love Jujubee, but I think this is Shea Coulee's thing to win. Um, Based on challenge wins, it might've seemed like Miss Cracker was ahead, but Miss Cracker just didn't have the range. And I think that Shea Coulee is everything. And I'm just very, very proud of her. She deserved it, you know? She was robbed by some roses on her main season. <laughs> and wow. um, you know, she lost for the gimmick, but I'm proud of her. So congrats, Shay.
0: <laughs> um, Drag Race Canada started. Um, and they're having like some drama over there because one of the front runners, um, Tainomi, got eliminated. Okay. And they were just saying like the critiques were horrible. Brooklyn Heights was just making the these random ass comments. And a lot Ugh. of people are upset about how yeah. they're judging that season.
1: Yeah, I think it's also weird, too, because, like, as Americans, we know Canadians to be, like, ridiculously kind and mm-hmm. not harsh, not mean-spirited whatsoever. So I don't know. The judging does seem to be a little harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, on the panel on America's RuPaul's Drag Race, it's kind of, like, known that Michelle, I was up, Michelle Massage is the harsh mm-hmm. one, but it seems like everyone on the panel is the harsh one, even like the guest judges. It's like, girl, you're just yeah. here for, you know, S's and Gs. Don't be all <laughs> harsh on these contestants. Right. Um, I don't think that the level, I mean, there's some good ones. The level of drag is not as, Canada's just quirky. But well, yeah. um, I think that, yeah, Brooklyn Heights, I love her as a drag queen. I don't think she's the best host. And Jeffrey Bauer Chapman is, um, can a go. She's just being very, a little, a little mean, a little cunty. Well, in a not good way.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're, also but, not, they're doing Drag Race Netherlands. Like, okay, do we really need another girl?
0: No, nah, we don't. <laughs> we don't.
1: <laughs>
0: so, my 10s this week is kind of silly, but it's funny to me. So, my 10s this week is going to <laughs> the Red Lobster in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> a Red Lobster employee um, discovered that because you know when you go to Red Lobster and they have the, the live lobsters in the tank at the front right? so that employee discovered that one of the lobsters looked a little funny and it was actually like this rare blue lobster so like the shell is actually blue
1: and it's okay. one
0: one in like two million lobsters have a blue shell so they called um the Akron Zoo the zoo came out and took the lobster and they're going to house wow. it at the zoo. Yeah, they're going to house it at the zoo now. Um they named they named her Claudia.
1: <laughs> Claudia.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, they're not going to keep it C-L-A- up. Or... okay.
0: Yeah, C L A W D I A. Claudia.
1: Like wow. like a claw.
0: claw. Yeah.
1: So yeah, they're
0: going to keep the lobster at the zoo now because it's such a rare, um, it's such a rare lobster.
1: Okay, girl. (laughs) Her her life was saved. Yes. That's amazing.
0: Her life was saved. So 10s for y'all. And because I like Red Lobster, um, they have some good biscuits. And if he fuck you good, take his ass to Red Lobster.
1: And with Better Way to End the Show. That's great. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you guys so much uh, for joining us for another week of Category A. This is a great show. Yeah, it's (laughs) fun.
0: We hope you all like the real versus rumor little segment change
1: that i like that i like a little game yeah it's
0: cute
1: awesome well thanks so much guys for joining us remember you can check out everything category is at www.categoryis.com (laughs) categoryispod.com um uh so yeah remember to like rate and subscribe
0: and we'll see you next week bye bye
1: thank you for listening to category is
0: Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: And you can contact us at categoryispod at gmail.com.
0: Check us out on the web at categoryispod.com.